Hello, listeners, patients, and or ClearMinds employees. Chris here. Welcome back, and a special thanks to our patrons, Alexa Lynn, Kelly Harlan, Timothy O'Keefe, Wicked Encounters, Yanai Ravid, and Alex Peltier. Let's just go ahead and jump back in where we left off. Please, enjoy Season 1 Q&A Part 1-B. Stay safe. Stay sane. I mean, I wonder if Revolution was based off of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, before we move on, I just want to add my least favorite book, The Scarlet Letter. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, I can tell like some people out there. The like, Great oh, Gatsby. If we're doing least favorite, please stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mm-mm. these are standard curriculum material. We fine, can't be bad mouthing them. Of my in the rye for me. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, on the spot. Um, uh, come on, Peter. Uh, the, the Book <laughs> of Numbers. Uh, <laughs> you can't bring up the math. You can't bring up the Bison <laughs> Man when he's also oh, dressed so... like Lenny. But... <laughs> <laughs> a book of the Bible. I got to the rabbits, Peter. <laughs> Just keep I don't think you caught Lenny. that, Peter. They said that you look like Lenny from no. the Bison Man. <laughs> I don't think so. so I, I accept. He's dressed like him. Oh, oh, okay. That's <laughs> valid, valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I, I actually can't actually choose a least favorite book because any book that I didn't enjoy, mm-hmm. I stopped reading. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I picked one that I was forced to read. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And yeah. I think I think I think that's the thing is that like when it comes to forcing people to read, I get it because we all should know how to read um but when it comes to like books that were taught in school like for me those are like my least favorite books because none of them really match my genre it didn't have my interest and you're right like if there's a book i don't like i'm just like well i'm proud of you for putting something out there like author like good job mm-hmm. and i know there's an audience for you but it's just not me right you know so i have to i'm that kind of guy it's like even if i'm not enjoying the novel i have to read it fully before i can fully judge it because as, as cliche as it sounds, do not judge a book by its cover. I give I give um, um, novels. You're supposed to judge books by its cover. No, yeah. you're not. <laughs> That's yes, why they, they have cover. cover. That's um, why they have cover. So <laughs> I I um I, I feel you because I'm the same way when it comes to like my Netflix shows. Uh, I always give a book like three to four chapters, and I always give like a new show three to four episodes. Yeah. If it doesn't get my attention by then, then I'm. You know, like, if it doesn't do it for me, then I'm... But what if I have low standards? <laughs> and besides Dalton... Fair. If a book is all cover and no pages, that that's all there is to judge it by. But what if there's no cover and all pages? Uh, Get reading. I that's guess. A, yeah, that's a manifesto. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I okay, don't read that. I think, I think that was the first edition of Return of the King I, I read where it, it just... It was completely ripped off from its binding, so I just had the pages. Oh, no. Oh, no. Damn. Okay. Return of the binding. Okay, I think we can move on to the next question. Uh, it's another one for everyone. We can just go around the circle. How do you feel about hearing your own voice? How do you think I feel? I told you at the start of the Q&A my pronouns are she, her. I'm a, I'm a trans woman. I sound like this. I had a voice coach for a while. Then we moved. I didn't have the money for more sessions. Then I caught COVID. My throat wasn't in the condition to continue the sessions. I hate sounding like this peter (laughs) (laughs) well to be completely diametrically opposed um uh i rather enjoy how i sound on the mic but it wasn't always like that um so 
uh, a bit of embarrassing uh, Peter history. Um, I used to have a YouTube gaming channel back in 2015, and that is when I first really started hearing my voice, and I was like, oh no. But once you start editing all of your videos, you just become really used to it, mm -hmm. and eventually it just kind of stops bothering you. Well, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but for me, it stopped bothering me. I got used to how my voice sounds to other people versus how it sounds in my own head. Mm -hmm. and That dissonance will always throw you. Right, right. Um, and uh, at this point, I'm just like, yeah, that's me. I sound like that. And, uh, you know, I am okay with that. Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> um, we all know you love the sound of your own voice. Yes, absolutely. See, no. see in, in real life, Dalton is Talbot. Chris <laughs> is Donahue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, gosh. Uh, we're all a little Donahue. Yeah. Um, look, I didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it, Dalton. Uh, that, that, that would be, that would be no. a, fun, a fun thing to see. Is like, uh, out of all of us, who would actually be the characters? Oh, ooh. Well, we'll do that custom question after we finish this question. Uh -huh, I like that yeah, one. Yeah. Okay, so um, I just want to blow through this question now. Yes, <laughs> I do like the way that I sound, but much like Peter, I was not always like that. Uh, I hated the first time I ever heard my recording, which was for a poetry class, believe it or not. We had to record a, mono, uh, a poem and then submit it to the teacher, and then it was played in front of the whole class. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much my answer. Make sure um, to edit in some violin music <laughs> uh, while you're telling this. Oh, oh wait, sure. it was a poetry sure, class. Sure, sure, sure. We, we, we got to respond to snap. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chris now listening to all the snaps, like, oh my gosh, why? <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I in my younger years, I didn't like the sound of my own voice. I always thought it was kind of nasally, which it probably still is now because it's winter time and the time of recording. But um, I realized I'm probably going to hate this because I realized I hate the sound of my own voice, but I am perfectly fine with the sound of my voice as someone else. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's... You, you're just attracted to your own character. I Who Listen, a trace of the it? true self is in, lies in the false self. <laughs> um, it, like I, I think I speak for a lot of listeners here where... It's remarkable how much your normal voice just kind of sounds like Donahue, a, a, a more a more subtle, less vaguely British Donahue, <laughs> bit, more more uh, blatantly gay, but far yeah, less yeah, vaguely yeah, British, yeah. far more gay, less yeah. You just kind of like inverse those. Yeah, two things. just kind of shift the British to gay, and then well, I guess that's me. As a final thing for me, you just um, reverse the British to gay polarity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and a Doctor Who joke, hey! This kind of I don't even watch Doctor Who. Oh, blasphemy! Um, yeah, I would say that I don't. I don't hate my voice. I've never really hated my voice, but I am very critical of my voice mm. to the point where, like, there have been multiple recordings where I'm like, I don't like that, or I don't like this, or. I didn't know what to do, and everyone's like, Dalton, shut up, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Verbatim, Dalton, shut up. <laughs> Dalton, Dalton shut, up. shut up and speak. <laughs> Stop complaining. Get back to the basement. <laughs> Quit talking, start talking. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's where my short answer lies. Okay. Uh, did we want to go through the little yeah, yeah. actor well, character I, 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 swap? Because I've already well, no, put in... What was, his, what was his question? What was it again? Uh, what, oh, what character do we think we would be in yeah, the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's try not to have any overlapping characters. Oh, God. Okay, so I'll go yeah, first. I, I, okay. I already said in real life, Chris is Donahue, Dalton is Okay, Dalton. so we already answered. 
Okay, right, so yeah, cool. Yeah, I guess yeah. we don't talk. So, uh, Shut up. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, we can all we can all discuss who who each person is because I don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I, I think I'm Greg. Greg, I can. Greg, I can see that. Clean the halls. Yeah. Ooh. Come in with this. Just, this, just, the just you, you have such solution. an affable, amiable personality, yeah. Yeah. and that yeah. thick, ethereal Russian accent. <laughs> yeah uh let's see um let me think who i think peter would be because i do i am curious about that i honestly think key immediately even though he is <laughs> he needs power after, over people after, 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 no, after i went into the <laughs> complete the complete narcissism of key but no like, I, no the idea <laughs> is that you you like narrating you like talking you like yeah. giving over voiceovers stories. and liking like the positive aspects of key none of the negative you, you, right. did, you did already say you would narrate gaming to yourself yes it's true I, no guys i would I would read Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, and I would put on my British key. Like, like the key voice was the easiest voice to do because it's a voice I've been doing for years. Something <laughs> that Peter and I did when uh, we traveled from where he used to live to where he lives here now, um, when we were driving, one of us would read a chapter from, um, I think it was... It was it, well, well we, we read a chapter from, uh, from your... Uh, um, don't mention uh, that. Okay. Well, we, read a chapter, <laughs> we read a chapter from something, and also we read, uh, I, I, I read chapters from A Game of Thrones as well. Uh, yes, but we did do numerous voices, and Peter trying to get me into the series itself, because... It I, didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my own personal preference. As much as I do love, um, love George R. R. Martin, I do, I do like that. Um, I would say Peter's voices were very enticing, to say the least. But he did put on many different voices for characters, and that's where I kind of just see that from. Yeah, if you take out the narcissism and power tripping that he has, I definitely <laughs> see that. Because you are a very narrative. Like, I could see you walking around the house going and be like, and then Peter opened up the fridge so and looked it, upon its expanse. I never, I never do that when I'm ever around people. Like, right. this is my voice when I'm around people. But... The vo- like if you go into uh, if you find my old YouTube videos which shall not be named uh, <laughs> that voice them. link in the description yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that voice that voice is um, is a very particular voice that's not my normal real spe- uh, speaking voice. That is the exact same voice I do when I'm by myself. Like your mm-hmm. private time voice. Yeah, no, I, 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 like I'll be talking to like my cats or something. I'll be like, "Oh, look at what you're doing over here!" Yes, <laughs> you know? I love that so much. D- um, Dakota had a look on his face for about half of that, where he was either racking his brain or just completely spaced out. Oh, I was completely spaced out. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, well, I'm that Eli. <laughs> um, I would say. Uh, for Celine, hold on, hold on, because I just whoa, had a character. Whoa, wait, 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 go ahead. Like who, who you are? Um, H Gray. No, no, H Gray is much more positive. Oh um, my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, <laughs> uh, crap. That's saying something. Um, okay, so I don't think you're any of the main cast. I don't think you're the core four. I don't think you're Eli. You're not Talbot. You're not Lucian, and you're not H uh, Gray. Um, so that kind of like reaches over into other characters. Jessica, the waitress. Um, yeah, you're the waitress. Um, the barista. Honestly, I would say like, and this is kind of weird. I I would say Juliet Sanders a little bit because Juliet Sanders is very 
to the point and also incredibly clever and resourceful. And I've seen those three things from you at least um, <laughs> over our friendship. And um, yeah, I can definitely see you as Juliet Sanders because like Juliet Sanders is just a badass woman. Um, and I'm bad with names. She's the one from the Looping Mansion, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Yeah. Gwendolyn Manor. Um, yeah. And, and then Manor. obviously I'm Donahue. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Um, so, of course. I'm super rich. Uh, <laughs> I'm so rich. Um, you no. can, yeah, like you guys can't see it, but the absolute gigantic ornate studio we're currently in yeah. right now. I am sitting is... on a throne made of money. The microphone is solid gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and um, in terms of, and then, since I'm just going around, I see you, like, in the thing, as Greg as well. I, I want to get that. Can You're, we, like, very we, friendly. Can you clarify who you is? Me. Dakota. <laughs> right. Uh, that's right. That's this isn't a, a visual that's medium. That's not an actual camera. This <laughs> um, is just picking up the voice. That's right. Okay. Sorry. So, pointing to me, so Dakota. I need to put my shirt back on or I can leave it off. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Dakota, I see as uh, Greg. I, I agree with you. Like, you're very friendly. You're very helpful. You always come in and be like, oh, I can help. You know, but you also don't, you don't have a problem, like, putting up your own boundaries. Like, because mm -hmm. there's a line where Greg is like, I'm not door fix guy. You're like, no, I'm not. Goodbye. Yeah. Peace. And he's also a literal demon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see the horns, but boy, howdy, they're sexy. They're there. Um, <laughs> they're there, I guess. And um, I uh, don't hit this the wrong way, but I do. I do kind of agree. I see a little bit of Talbot in you because you're very Dalton. Yes. Dalton and, and Dalton. <laughs> Dalton. Um, I'll get used to this whole. Uh, the audio podcast thing. You've only, you've only uh, read the entire season. Yeah, I've only been doing this for a, a year. Be on um, uh, look out for season two is quite Q and A. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I see Dalton uh, absolutely as uh, a little bit as Talbot because Talbot is very uh, Like he he likes organization. He likes plans, and and Dalton definitely likes those things. He likes things plans out, especially but in your creative process. Beyond that, very. Talbot is surprisingly. In, like really resilient like if when he comes across something he doesn't know how to handle he just like sets things aside he's like all right what can we do and like dalton has that mentality like whenever there's a problem dalton's like okay well hold on let's figure out what are our options how can we fix this and he doesn't just immediately freak out and like that's where i also see a little bit of Talbot. okay thanks thank you for that you're welcome <laughs> okay so like um i yeah, I, again, I can see Peter as the, like, more positive side of Key. Definitely Chris as Donahue. Uh, Dakota as Greg is a very fun concept. I won't <laughs> lie. And I, I can see Talbot in me. That was very nice. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. I don't ironically You're welcome, see... Oh, oh, thank you. I actually see a guy who plays... Uh, uh, Mike, uh, Mike, who plays H. Gray. I see him as Eli. <laughs> in real life, I see him a mix between the two. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, yeah. you have that kind of, like... That excitement when he's really wanted to talk about something, you mm -hmm. get the Eli energy. Sure, sure. And then, like, you have the H Gray's, like, yeah, I went to a coffee shop later this morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, right. Like, and it was, it was sad. And I didn't get coffee. <laughs> <It was> this <laughs> aspect of just how sometimes his day can go. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I think we're good to move on to the next actual question. <clears throat> this one's kind of open ended. Uh, what is your favorite performance and what is your least? I'm not sure if they're referring to, like, 
within patient the patient files. files. Yeah, yeah. Right. And let's say because it, it would be really weird if we're like, well, twenty years ago in Broadway, like it would be kind of. <laughs> like, I really, I really enjoyed v- Viggo Mortensen's portrayal of Aragorn. <laughs> Well, if I may say, I must say my Roxanne Lawson was probably my favorite performance just because I do love the transatlantic accent, the way it rolls off the tongue, the speed in which you can do it, and then the ferocity of which it is done. <laughs> but, yes, I digress. I'll let someone else speak. Eight out of ten. Uh, and only an eight, excuse me. <laughs> um, uh, uh, this, this is going to be kind of a non-answer when it comes to my favorite performance, um, at least when it comes to the ones that I've given. Because, like, I love my performance as key, but it's also the easiest performance. Sure. The Definitely the most difficult performance is any time I voice Olin. Olin is the hardest for me. Really? Ol- uh, Olin's harder than Caliban? Caliban's so easy. Uh, I love Caliban. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I, like, knee-jerk reaction, I want to say my favorite is Caliban. But, um, but it might... Like, if I were to choose, like, a favorite for Olin, just because I appreciate Olin the most because he challenges me the most, mm-hmm. um, I would have to say that my favorite Olin performance is probably episode 20. Mm. I I really enjoyed the conversation that he has with Ethan? Uh, Thomas Gardner. Thomas Gardner. Okay, yeah, Ethan know. was the name of his... Which interesting memory you can remember his name but his fictional character for his that's book, right <laughs> you remember yeah um the chain unbroken yeah uh um yeah but uh yeah I, that that has to be my favorite uh olin performance which is also the most recent olin performance i've done which i guess no the most recent was uh ghost oh, olin yeah you're right you're right in, in 22 that's right to, to be fair he doesn't appear as often as the other characters so you yeah. haven't had as much uh, opportunity to grow into the voice right yeah. yeah i just like immediately start thinking of my next performance being key in the finale yeah but uh yeah my least favorite performance for myself is uh definitely um just my first performance as Olin in episode seven. I think that is when I, uh, and it's not just because of uh, the voice being different, but also I just think that I understood Olin the least. And mm-hmm. honestly, uh, if I'm being honest here, I was, um, I, I kind of viewed the patient files at the time of my first recording as like nothing more than just a gig, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, I wasn't uh, too terribly invested in it at the at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as I got to know you specifically, Chris Moore, and then, uh, you know, got your passion. And then I actually went and uh, went back and started listening to the previous episodes because I hadn't up to that point. Right. Um, You're just like, I'm here to do a job. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And uh, that's got me way more passionate for the world and story and characters as a whole. Um, And uh, that got me more into Olin and really helped form who Olin is now. Yeah. So um, that's why Seven is my least favorite performance. That's fair. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was also a really taxing day because, like, that was where all the voice actors came together for the first time. Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. there was a script reads. There was, and, like, again, I was still, I was still new to this, so I didn't quite understand, like, how much time that would take up and, like, how to Mm -hmm. organize these events. And I'm still learning. But back then it was like, all right, yeah, we're meeting at like 2 p.m. Mean and 2 a.m. Like 12 hours later, everyone's leaving. So, um, 
but uh, my turn, I guess. Right? Yeah. 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 Unless, right. unless uh, do we want to uh, sort of extend this to be maybe, yeah. maybe say our favorite performance of somebody else? Sure, sure. I'm gonna go. Uh, like, uh, who was your favorite performance of someone else? Just uh, don't do least, because that sounds really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I everyone's voice. Yeah. Looks at me. My least performance is you as Talbot. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No. One of one of my favorite performances has to be. H. Gray, and I think it was episode twelve, in his conversation with with Noah, mm. um, specifically specifically when he says goodbye, Noah. Yeah, that's my. Favorite I think too. I think that yeah. is like such like a vulnerable emotional line read yeah. from from Mike uh, that uh, it it gets me every time. I I really enjoy that. Yeah. Absolutely. That is my favorite moment too. I I honestly felt my heart drop when he delivered that, and I heard it for the first time. I'm like, oh, yeah. that was good. <laughs> my feelings. Yeah, um, that's a good one. For for me, my favorite performance, ironically, um, it's more of my favorite performance because I would love to do this character again. Uh, Jessica from episode two. She was so sassy. Her life was a mess, but she was just all like, and I had. The fanciest of dinners, chicken nuggies and, uh, you know, bottle of chocolate milk. Like, uh, she was just so, like, upbeat. Don't, don't, don't knock the nuggies, man. Yeah, don't yeah, knock yeah. the nuggies. You know, and honestly, she wore it as a mask to, like, cover her pain, like, under, like you know, like, deflect with humor. Mm-hmm. But I loved that idea of that character. Um, so I'd love to, like, reprise her at some point. Not saying that she's going to come back or anything, but that was one of my favorite one of my least performances, I'm going to say, is episode one and two Talbot. Um, I, whenever I hear them back, I'm just like, oof, oof, I could do so much better. Like, I really wish, you know. Like, You've I, grown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So kind of similar to where you're coming from, um, those are also kind of where my greatest performances lie. In terms of favorite performance, it is so hard to pick one because everyone here does such an amazing job. Um, yeah, like the barista is the <laughs> Good job, Celine. No, but everyone does so well. Like every time we have a recording, I'm always blown away by everyone's performances and they just do so well. Um, if I had to pick like a favorite patient file that I like had in terms of some, how some performed, um, the episodes I constantly come back to and uh, re-listen to is episode... 11 i come back to a lot like dalton you did a really good job there um and i also come back to uh episode three i really loved the the david snyder like you did uh dakota you did really well switching between like a storyteller that like is trying to get you involved but also then all of a sudden just random menacing monster was really good episode three is one of my favorite episodes yeah Same. yeah three is really good we um, have a, i at least i have a fun name for that episode yeah the, <laughs> the, rave, the rave demon, demon. Um, <laughs> um and then yeah and then for uh, also caliban like i was blown away like keep in mind when peter did that like Peter did most of that in one take. I think you only had to like snap two or three times. Like, like you were so into character and it was just, it was great to watch and then like great to edit and listen to. I remember the day he like recorded that. It was Kevin and myself in the room. Uh, Kevin is the voice of Toby. And and Greg. Greg. Um, 
and when Peter did that, he didn't preface or say anything about Caliban. So he's like, I've been working on something. Yes. And then, and yeah. like, he does it in the room. You could do it in silent. And like, it was just amazing. Everyone was yeah. like, jaw drop. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, I looked at Kevin. I looked back at Chris. I'm like, I had no idea this was going to, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um, well, we all know my favorite performance. My least favorite is probably, um, Wait, what was your favorite performance? Roxanne Lawson. What? That's he did crazy. Star Who's that? that? The rising star of the 1920s, the one who, eventually, the one who I, shook the heels of death itself. I just wanted to hear the voice again. Go on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, my least favorite was yeah, probably um, you soon will. episode five, I think it was. It was the, the post-Marshall Marshall. Uh, I was so used to oh, doing sorry. like the, the helpful prospect for Marshall, and then there was like, now do a different old man voice. I'm like, this is the only one I know. <laughs> <laughs> And so I had to really kind of like drudge the depths to uh, pull up the the scared old man <laughs> I knew I could be. Um, you did very well. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but my favorite performance by someone else, I would have to say, um, probably Greg, Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Kevin's Greg has always just been a fun, uh, a fun. Like performance, yeah, he has a lot of humor and like lightness, yeah, to what should be a frightening character, right? And like he's just a just the duck, just juxtaposition of character to personality, and then like his timeliness with showing up in the plot is just it's always just, so. It, he's so charming, Greg yeah, yeah. So charming. yeah, very charming. Um, Kevin does a great job, but yeah, yeah. I think it was even Kevin's idea. I, I could be wrong here because my memory is definitely faulty. I think it was Kevin's idea to randomly do it in Russian. Yeah. Because like, originally I did not write Greg to be Russian. I was like, I'm going to throw a demon filter on. It's going to blah, 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 blah. He's like, I'm going to do it Russian. And he just like did it with a Russian accent. And I was just like, keeping it. He's <laughs> perfect for it. It was a... F- his humming. <laughs> yeah, he started he out does the humming, speaking yeah. Russian, and then he was like, "Okay, it's got to be in English." Okay, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, um, turns out that he's a spy, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Dalton. Oh man. Okay, so my, we also heard uh, my favorite, which is Peter's also his favorite as well, which is Mike's delivery um, to Goodbye Noah. Like I, again, that was such a fantastic delivery, fantastic performance. But I guess I started at the very end of the question with somebody else's, so I'll start there. Um, which I just did, so now I'll go back to me because I'm cool like that. <laughs> uh, my favorite performance of mine, um, probably, who? Um, I think it was episode 21, uh, which is the banter between Eli and Talbot. Oh, you're fa- old? Yeah. No, no, the, uh, the one's like, you're, uh, I think it was like, uh, this person looks just uh, the same age as me, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, wow. She looks, looks old. <laughs> she looks around my age, Eli. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the other one. Is that healthy? No. no. <laughs> that, that's also kind of on par with in the, when they're um, in episode thirteen when they're running through the halls. It's like they're like, can you? Uh, I think. To, what did you exactly say? Uh, this is getting so old, or something like that. Oh, no, I was like, can you? You, oh shoot whatever but it was uh, the delivery for Eli was like you guys are old <laughs> just, yeah can yeah. you slow down a bit yeah yeah it was something, something like, it was you something, guys are yeah. old it was just a fantastic delivery yeah cause it was Juliet and 
uh, Donahue who's like out of breath and uh-huh. Eli's just like wow we've only been running for 20 minutes it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like um, Eli the track star <laughs> yeah um, so really quick uh, before you say your, your your least the reason why I think that's a really fun performance is because that's the first time I think that we saw Talbot and Eli like actually somewhat bond because up until that point, Talbot was always like very like keeping Eli at arm's length because like it's a child and you like push him on evolution. Yeah, time. but like you babysit, you know, like the kind blocks of thing. got better. Yes. <laughs> um, but my least favorite is what apparently everybody else likes, but I feel it's a, and it's an insult to a lot a certain type of group of people in this world is Noah. Like I feel my least favorite performance is Noah because I do uh, lisp. Specifically on a couple of words, and I hate it every time I hear it. Uh, the word "lift" was was said as "whiffed" because <laughs> I yeah. got caught. I I love your Dick Van Dyke impersonation. Honestly, I love <laughs> Noah because it's very similar to the whole Greg personality. He adds this whole level of innocence to H. Gray in context. Like if you would have put him next to like Donahue or Eli, I don't think it would work. But like to see this like grizzled noir detective who's some, seen some shit. And then all of a sudden, next to Noah, he's just like, "Good day, sir." Like it's just so like. What good. story, sir? Right. What, what's What's more important than the authenticity of the accent is the emotion that comes from the voice, yeah. despite whatever the accent is. And you nailed Noah's emotion. Oh, well, thank yeah, you for sure. For mm-hmm. sure, uh, Celine. What was your favorite performance? Well, I've only had two parts. One is and paid I, for. And I certainly thought I did better with the hotel manager than with the barista. I think the barista was very natural. Yeah, I yeah. honestly felt it was very, like, spot on, yeah. honestly. Like, it was perfectly good. Well, what is your favorite performance of uh, Smiles? Eli, wait, Santa's been dead for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. Another one that I know you liked was the no uh, in episode Oh, 13. yeah, yeah. Um, when when Talbot said no to the mold. Yeah. Oh, chills. <gasps> yeah, that was pretty good. So, something that I cry often about uh, that was cut from the Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil what it is because I'm pretty sure it's going to be in a blooper reel. Am I correct? Um, it may or may not be. I mean, you can go ahead and say it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I just wanted, I, I just, I, I thought it might be fun. Uh, but uh, no, uh, I uh, I created a lot of death noises for Owen. Uh, <laughs> in, in the, when he got eaten by the, the gift monster or whatever it's you called. You also gave me a lot of... Ho 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 oh, laughters. Yeah. <laughs> There's like two solid minutes of ho 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 like Yeah, I, I because I knew this was a silly non canon episode, I just got really silly with it in the yeah. recording booth and that was a lot of fun. I remember editing <laughs> that episode and Chris was like, Wait, you're done already? <laughs> like just straight on through. Yeah. It was good. It was good. <laughs> As it only appears in non-canon timelines. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Death. Um, Implied, because um, can't. <laughs> I think I changed my mind. My okay. favorite performance wasn't Roxanne Lawson. Roxanne Lawson was a lot of fun to do. I think my favorite performance was The Crows in episode 13. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had so much... That's so, actually a fun thing that uh, all people yeah. not know. Yeah, like D- Dakota for the longest time, and even I would say still currently. Like I've done a few, uh, a couple of people here have done a few, but Dakota does most of the monster noises or noises that like I can't find in a sound library. So like <laughs> the crows, the minotaur, um, the cock. Oh, that's a 
The cockatrice, let me think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm finished with the word. Dakota, Dakota, Dakota does an excellent cock in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the cockatrice, but then I, the reason I stopped the word halfway is because that's not on the main feed. No, it is. It is on the, it is main, on the main feed now, right. Yeah. You guys have no excuse not to listen to H. Gray episode one. Yeah, yeah. And, true. Uh, in H. Gray episode one, he does the cockatrice. Um, he's done a lot of different, a lot for H. Gray investigations, a lot for the patient files. Mm -hmm. The first time I did a monster was the tumor monsters, I think, in the season finale. Yep. Yeah. Because I forgot to ask you to do that. I know. (laughs) As I was like putting the episode together, I'm like, (gasps) oh, I guess I have to do it. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. I take great pride being the in-house monster. (laughs) Yeah. You are such a monster. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 you're gonna kill your voice. No, we should. <laughs> Don't. Uh. It's probably not even getting caught. <laughs> no, it's not. You have to be, he has to, he, you have to be like, for for that noise, he has to be like three inches from the mic. Dak- Dakota is currently hitting uh, dog whistle pitches. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, That's I, think we're, to be I, I, think, I think we're good to move on to the next question. Uh, what was your favorite episode and why? Uh, for me personally, my favorite episode, I've, I've got two, actually, off the top of my head. Um, episode 11, uh, the one with the guy that eats himself in the cabin, as I expressed in the favorite type of horror. Things like that just really make me stop and be like, oh, oh, that's happening. And <laughs> I don't know, I just, I just, I just really appreciate um, something that crosses a really brutal line like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one is the one, it, I think it's episode two with the depression mold. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get into why with the next question. Okay. Peter. Oh man, this is a tough one. I'm going to struggle not to say many, many episodes. Maybe I can make it easier for me if I divide it between like my favorite standalone episodes, my favorite episodes that i'm in and just overall like favorite ensemble episodes okay um but like for standalone episodes uh honestly like three five and six Mm -hmm. for context three is um the david snyder Snyder. Mm -hmm. five is harper warren with the the girl who can see attachments and Mm -hmm. gets and six is cody moore yeah uh, with the briefcase and the briefcase is such a cool concept Mm-hmm. Yeah, that episode was like way more popular than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Taking credit, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the, uh, the my favorite episode that I, I've done, uh, and this is going to be very selfish, but it's probably episode fourteen. Yeah, because uh, yeah. <laughs> I am primarily I, I'm the primary voice in that episode. Yeah, both as but it's just and it's so, just so much fun. Caliban is so fun. Yeah, um, and just the nonchalant, like I don't care how monstrous you are, uh, response from Olin is yeah. also. Let's, it was probably the easiest time I had with Olin. Yeah, to let's, be honest. let's be clear. Caliban is definitely. If he was human, he would be kind of incelly, neckbeardy, for kind of? sure. Yeah. You know, just a little bit. Um, but he'd uh, be maladying people. I mean, all he, over he still the is. I mean, him being darkness incarnate, which is edgy, does not erase the fact that he is still. He has issues, but mm-hmm. I love Olin's response because Olin is just like, okay, well, let's like instead of him like withdrawing and be like, you're a monster. He's more of like, well, let's how do we move forward? And I really like that. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, you, yeah. You, you really do a really good job of showing that. 
Yeah. Um, and, and then for just like ensemble, um, it's uh, maybe a bit cliche, but 23, episode 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. Like, like honestly, I think it's the best written episode you've done. Aww. And it's it's incredible. I think it's it's when I, when I was reading the script, I was just all like, I was like, I was, I was glued to the page. Like, oh, cool. it had, it had like everything in it. Cool. Yeah. I honestly, I'm really proud of 20. I was really nervous about 23. If I'm being completely honest with everyone, cause I didn't know how it was going to land. Cause like the entire season was building to this, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, is it going to hit where I want to hit? Um, but I think it's my turn now. My favorite episode, episode 20. Um, mainly because there's a lot for me that does it well in 20. Um, I love the pawn shop owner and their concept and the like the whole game of questions and that like being careful what you have to say. I love your performance um, as Thomas Gardner. I think the narrative. This is like one of the one of the Dalton, times. Just so you said you are <laughs> Dalton. Uh, well, I could be talking about myself. Um, good job. Me. Your voice of Thomas Gardner. Uh, yeah. So Dalton did a really really good job there, but also like. We is kind of broke the formula a little bit because instead of it being like a patient file, we've broken the formula here and there, like between like Olin's tapes and everything else. But Big this one was stories. like a memory that was narrated by Talbot, but then you had like the character also talking. Like that was really cool to me. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of new things. Yeah, and that's prob- probably favorite. the most creative way to tell the story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm very creative and amazing. You are. Um, <laughs> There's that Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Donahue, uh, I think my favorite episode, uh, again, because it did kind of like break the general uh, formula of the reading the patient files, was, I forget, the, I never remember the episode numbers, the one with uh, Donahue's parents. Oh, um, Ashes to Dust. That's 18. Ashes to Dust. Which is 18. 18. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, that one just, it was... Yeah, it was a great perform, uh, great performance by me. It was. No, it was a great script. Um, very well paced. Uh, edge of my seat. Uh, while reading it, <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just really good backstory. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was also like the only character so far that we've actually gotten a backstory piece from, mm-hmm. and like, like so it was really interesting to like see how because I think the way you stress certain words was, like was kind of genius, right? Like, the mm-hmm. way that every time okay. that you said mother, like, even before you knew the history, you knew, oh, he doesn't like his mom. Because, it like, <laughs> mother insisted on it. Like, I was like, oof. Oh, yes. Jesus. Yeah, like, you, you'd be like, also. Well, father, father thought this, but whatever. That's just father. You know, yeah, he's mean, but I don't really care. But mother. mother. Right. Yeah, like, and great job there. Um, yeah. Well, thanks. Oh man, I have to choose a favorite episode because I'm in the same boat as all this year. Like, there's so many great performances, so many great scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, episode six is probably one of my favorites. I would say the um, you're, you doing Cody Moore was fantastic. The story was very fun. I do like to toot my own horn there and say, "Ah, yes, the the bag, yeah, clearly, <laughs> uh, mine, haha." But I think you took an idea that we talked about mm-hmm. just. Uh, just kind of as a free moment and yeah. ran with it in, in a beautiful way. Oh, yeah. Um, your delivery, specifically to when you referenced uh, Cody Moore's wife originally, when he was losing the ring, was just something, or well, he was about to lose the ring, was just so passionate, so real. And yeah. that was such a good moment. Yeah, and in, even in the script, I went off script because in the script he goes, um, <laughs> it was supposed to say my, uh, like, but he, he goes, 
uh, it's supposed to say Rebecca would understand and then later says my Rebecca but I was so caught up into the moment I thought like he would say Becca when he means it like endearing so it's like the Becca would understand like 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 he wanted to take the memories of my Rebecca like I got really into it so thank you thank you mm-hmm. yeah the idea that the episode focused on losing <clears throat> more than just yourself at the cost of more than yourself was just something amazing yeah and the message there is pretty good too which is like what is the point of all these material things winning a lotto getting a nice car etc etc if like at the end of the day anything that is of real value has to be eaten to obtain it you know and that's to to me a con- like a kind of a com- uh, commentary on billionaires you know people who have so much money there's no ethical way to become a billionaire mm-hmm. so like or to even to stay one so in order to get to that point you have to eat away at things that matter and like and how destructive that can be um but yeah yeah i think that's good okay next question uh which monster slash creature of the city would you the voice actors think you could overcome and which ones would you hate to encounter oh gosh (laughs) zero and all of them (laughs) uh, like i said to the last question i would get on to this one of why episode two is one of my favorites um the depression mold Mm -hmm. i feel like i could beat the depression mold because i do it every fucking day yeah yeah i've I've, I've, really beaten it i (laughs) it hasn't swallowed me yeah I've I, I, I've got my own issues. You'll do. Not but me, I, 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 I shut up, Chris. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up, Chris. Keep but talking. while it may not manifest supernaturally, I've got that Talbot defiance in me. I refu- absolutely refuse to let them bring me down or define my life or experience. So I think I could take the depression mold. Mm-hmm. What creature would I hate to encounter? Um. <laughs> Well, it wasn't really a creature, but I'll stick to the favorite episodes I listed. Uh, I would hate to wind up in the situation of episode 11. The cabin. Yeah. Having to resort to auto-cannibalism, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is is pretty Also interesting. Like, (laughs) Like I'll try a little bit. Like, you know. Just a little gross, Mr. Talbot. Like, it's, it's not something coming after me because like if i get on donahue's bad side i'm dead yeah it's over quick (gasps) and painlessly oh well maybe because he did point out that in his backstory that like even though it happened quick it wasn't painless like you felt everything render and fall to ash but still regardless if it's something after me the the minotaur is just gonna bash my head in sure like think like most of these things as, as we'll, a kill, ha- we'll kill you relatively quickly, yeah. But there, there's just that added level of terror when it's something you're forced to do to yourself, right? As a heads up, uh, listeners. Oh, it stopped. Oh, there was a there was a car alarm, and we could wait for a car to pass, but we can't really wait for a car alarm to stop. So that's mm-hmm. if you hear that, we're sorry. If you don't, what car alarm? Uh, All right. So uh, a, a monster that I could take. I feel like I could take the the uh, social energy draining gremlins, mm. like uh, because I'm naturally introverted anyway. So there's nothing for them to drain. They starve. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, whatever. You know? That's fair. That's why they're afraid uh, of Owen. He's an introvert. That's a, <laughs> ah, there we that's go. Fair. That's a great um, answer. <laughs> um, and uh, 
so a monster that I would hate to run into mm-hmm. is Harper at the end of the episode, Ooh. where oh, she yeah. just for the for shits and giggle giggles, uh, like will snap people's attachments, yeah. um, just just to see what happens. Yeah, you know that mm-hmm. I would be terrified to yeah. come across. There's nothing you can do with that. There's no mm-hmm. no way you can fight that. Yeah. Just one day, you no longer give a shit about your mom. So the, right. the, the, the phrasing is encounter Marshall. I would say encountered Marshall already in a body. I'm fine. No, um, but for a real answer, which one do I think I could take? Ooh, um, run it through my head. Honestly, the pawn shop owners. You know what I'm saying? I, that one, would, to me, yeah. is a safe one. Yeah, you could play the word game to get yeah. out of yeah, it. Yeah, the word mm-hmm. game to get out of it. And if I have to give up a memory, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they seem very cordial. It's not like they were stopping them from leaving. You know what I'm saying? It's more of like, if you want this, this is what you have to give up. And so at the end of the day, if they're like, we want your most treasured memory for, like, this answer, I could be like, nope, and just leave. Like, there was no, the threat came as if you broke the rules, it seemed. Um, right. They don't. They don't even seem to mind very much if if you uh, if you don't uh, end up, you know, buy, for lack of a better term, buying anything. It's because like, it's because like you when, seek answers. Yeah. Yes, because when H Gray asked the wrong <laughs> when H Gray asked the wrong question and was all like, "Where is Doctor Olin?" It was like, "Oh, that's not a good question. Uh, we can't answer that one. So bye, I guess." You know. Yeah. They're, you know they they. Well, I'm sure they would love to. They don't really seem to care about that. Yeah, and they didn't, like, lie and give him, you know. Like, so, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I think I could easily take them. Things I would hate to encounter. Um, you know which one I would actually hate to encounter? Um, the Dark Grays. Like, so, it was in the mid-season finale, Catalyst, and I think it was in uh, part one. So, the Dark Grays are... The things that show up and they are speaking in a twisted version of H. Gray, but they're repeating all of his, um, like, insecurities and, oh, and those fears. Guys. All yeah. of his self-hatreds. Yes, yeah. yes. Because, like, yeah, we all have, or at least me, have, like, self-loathing moments or moments where I lay awake at night and be like, I can't believe I did that in middle school. How cringe. But, like... To have, like, to be confronted with, like, it's one thing to hear it internally, but to have it, like, con- like confirmed or confronted to you, um, the, like, your true darkest stuff would be so hurtful. Like, everything else, I would either be dead or maimed, and I feel like I could grow from that and become stronger or get better. But, like, that yeah, you, hits you such a... You could grow stronger from dead? Yeah. <laughs> you can. I have. Um, no, but, like, I'm either dead or I'm alive, but, like... You know, I went through something traumatic, but this is something different. This is like an attack on a personal, deep level that like is hard to confront. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that that to me, I would hate. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, I could take the mentor. <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking in a fight. Oh, you mean fight? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh wait. What man. did you think? What did you think he thought? Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so confused to what you mean. Please explain it in graphic detail. Um, um, in fight. Let's see. Uh, honestly, probably the scarecrow. Just rip it open. It's just a bunch of crows. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, but I, now I, you have to do with a bunch I, of flying. I personally crows. would be terrified of a murder of crows trying to attack me. Yeah. <laughs> you can just get into a phone booth. Oh, that's a reference. Or get a big old burlap sack. 
Put it over the scarecrow. And you just rebuilt the scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> putting layers on, he won't get out. <laughs> it just starts like, looks like a, uh, like, if you've ever been in too much winter gear. So it's just like hobbling at you. Just yeah. a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just keep putting burlap sacks over it and it, the, the crows won't get out. Mm-hmm. Um, the monstrosity that I would hate to run into, both in the city and real life, probably the cops. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, I, the you, real life, yeah. But like the, um, I didn't even think about that because that would be, that, that is you actually would never be able to know. You wouldn't even think you thought them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty scary. Yep. They don't seem like forgiving types either. No. no. You'd be put on a list. Not, not, not to mention that. if you did pick a fight with one, you're already dead. Right. They have a... They, th- th- there's so many of them. Why are there so many of them? What are you <laughs> talking about? There's only a couple. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. There's uh, just... I don't know. Um, I guess for me, I could take the cultists from 19. 100%. <laughs> oh, that's I right. could 100% take them. Were they, were they them. monsters, though? Weren't they all victims that came together and started a cult? They summoned a rift. Oh yeah, I guess they they use magic, and I would. I don't. Oh, that's a different question. But go on. Sorry. What? <laughs> no, um, don't. We'll get there. I guess. Yeah. No. Add brain. But go on. But I think yeah. One, there are people who are group or a collective going towards something that is bad. Sure. Roughly, yeah. the, um, H. Craig kind of describes it best. He's bringing the ring a ton of people who are going to be witnessing something new from the city together in a, in one place, and that's a bad idea. Yeah. So yeah, I could 100 take them. They're just people. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> They're just people doing something really, really bad, and I think that's easy to call. Yeah, yeah, but but the one you end up having to fight is like really jacked. I have to fight Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah. By the way, bodybuilder. Uh... The, now the crack? No, no, I can't fight that. Um, the thing I would um yeah between uh, the cops as the, as the encounter no no thanks um, or Donahue just in general like I, I'd, <laughs> sure it's like as you said get on his bad side and gone well that's also the dangerous part about Donahue because it's not even just if you get on the bad side gone Donahue will manipulate you mm-hmm. and like he will use you and make you think we're really close friends and okay then... calm down <laughs> first of all I'm more like Donahue in real life if anything it's very telling <laughs> like the moment. That they no longer have a use, they're gone. Listen, <laughs> guys, guys, the door to the basement's open. Go, go, go! <laughs> I, I didn't have a use to begin with. I'm not even on his radar. <laughs> good, good call forward. You weren't even considered an option. Oh, ow. Oof. Oof. Uh, so. Oh no, I'm so hurt. You know, you know who else I could take? I could take Key. Oh yeah, just throw. Him. Yeah, no. It's like the minute Key asks to edit the story, I'm like, no, get out of here, no. But like, no, you you realize that about it, but you came around anyway. So he's constantly trying to like, like if you give me permit, no, I'm good. Like uh, just, it's like no, keep keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I like the narration. Give me some theme music uh-huh. while you're at it. <laughs> oh, you gave him permission to edit in theme music. Oh, damn it! No. <laughs> See, I, I guess I would do bad against Key. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have Key. Uh, okay, I think we're good for the next question. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, how does information get into the city, such as the internet, TV shows, Earth history, etc.? Okay, 
this is headcanon stuff, so mm-hmm. whoever wants to start can start. Well, right. I mean, we all, we've already established that the mailman can bring things sure. in and out of the city. Sure. So I would like to imagine that a lot of media can just make its way out through that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The internet um, also exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, 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 Eli has a YouTube channel, so mm-hmm. who's to say this rift stops yeah. mm-hmm. the internet? Sure. So there is an actual answer to this, which will be discussed in season two, um, as a heads up. But in terms of headcanon, yeah, I mean, just maybe, like, in terms of headcanon, if people can travel through the rift, why not information? You know what I'm saying? Um, So there's that. Is that the right answer? Yeah, you have to listen to the next season to find out. I mean, like, the city's still there. Is it confirmed yeah. that all that, in, that these questions will be answered in the next season? Yes, absolutely. Oh, actually, okay. this is one of the main questions, uh, well, one of the first questions that actually gets answered um, in season. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty early on. It, it'll get answered um, how, it, more, more about the city and its functions are learned in season two. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, it will. So stay tuned, everyone. Yep. <laughs> okay, next question. Uh, this is another go-around-the-circle one. Can you fight your own character? <laughs> um, can, can you take a barista? Absolutely. I'm gonna... I can take on I can take on a random barista. I can take on a random hotel manager. I can absolutely not take... My primary character, who has yet to be introduced. Yeah, <laughs> I will start. I would have. Abs- I have no chance. Okay, we'll go. We'll I, go counterclockwise. I'll, instead. I'll start by saying no comment. I'm not allowed to, and that's horribly wrong for me to fight a minor. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you think you could win? I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do, no comment. <laughs> if he, what if he swings on you first? Yeah, he can try. He can do what, it. What if, How about this? How about this? What if after his 18th birthday? Yep. What if you were also no. 16? <laughs> no. What if you were also 16? Could your 16-year-old self fight Eli? Only on edginess, maybe. <laughs> they would have an edge off. You know? Oh, Eli is the least edgy teenager that ever existed. I, yeah, yeah. He's he like he, he actually is. He's so bright and so... Uh-huh. Like... It's clear that he raised, like, he spent he's, a lot of time raising himself. He's reverse golf. He'd use talk like he's like, like, he's, like okay. <laughs> he's like Monkey D. Luffy in yeah. terms of positivity. He, he definitely watches a lot of anime. Uh huh. Yeah, like you, you can tell. Um, I guess uh, an anime battle. Maybe. My my favorite know. thing that someone said once is like, okay, so these people are reading files, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what about Eli? I'm like, what about Eli? I'm like, well, he read eleven, right? He said he was practicing his voice. He's read eleven. I was like, yeah. So he chooses to speak like that? <laughs> <laughs> From a voice or a voice actor standpoint, yes. <laughs> but no. Um I mean no, right? I thought I heard no. shouting. No, I don't think you could. I don't think you could take No, him. I don't think any of us could. Like <laughs> Duol- Donahue is trained. Mm-hmm. He has destruction power. Like, no, you couldn't. No, I d- d- listen. I went to public school, um, <laughs> the place that he almost went to. The place that he almost went did to. He, like, did actually go for like a couple of weeks or something. No, like that? he might have been there for an hour before oh. he was sitting oh, sick because he gotcha, was gotcha. actually yeah, the yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Yeah, no, I went to public school. Yeah. I ain't got no powers. <laughs> um, I could take Talbot. I know future. Like, assuming that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I could. Yeah, yeah. 
I would just have to throw him. I first thing I would do is just take a bunch of files and throw them on the ground. Right, right. Like as <laughs> oh, a distraction. The, 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 the two-faced you know? yeah. method. <laughs> Where you have to like, he has to pick up every paper. Right. And while he's doing just that, I'm just, fight back. Well, fight back. You know, yeah. I could do uh-huh. it. All right. Okay, so, so I, we've, already, we've already established that I can take key. Yes. All right. Caliban. <laughs> could you take Caliban? <laughs> no. Oh, hmm. No, oh, okay. the the embodiment just... of darkness that can that can make plants wither, that can tear apart a person. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? Powerful I do. Flashlight. I do like my chances. I think it'll be a very yeah. uh, a very um like neck and neck battle. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like so I feel cinematic. like because I feel like just because uh, Caliban was probably trained in the way of the of the katana. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that Cali- Caliban's he, he, manifestation he, form is with a fedora right. <laughs> and a yeah. katana on his back. Trench coat. While, while you were falling in love, I studied the blade. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I fell in love. And then, Fuck. And then uh, Olen is the most severe hell no. Mm-hmm. The minute I think about trying to throw a punch, he's already stopped me. Yeah, or <laughs> or he would let you. And immediately turn it into a therapy session, which is just as terrifying. Uh, <laughs> right. And how did that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, what even if this? I beat the shit out of Olin, he'll be all like, Olin will then do something or say something that will make me feel like I just lost. Yeah, <laughs> like mm-hmm. no, and that accomplished nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, what drove you to this point? <laughs> like, if the five of us ganged up on Olin, we'd still lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would turn into group. <laughs> we would walk in ready to beat his ass he'd already have five chairs laid out be like oh welcome in have a seat there's coffee in the corner this might be a bit of a of, of a weird selfish request but can I actually hear all of your guys' Olin impersonations because I just oh, heard God, yours no. and I'm like I love okay, that I love no, it okay. H. Gray I cannot do a good Olin impersonation <laughs> I, I go again. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. This is my Doctor Olin impression, recording for Clear Minds. I love That's it. One. I That's love a good it. One. H. Gray, I need you to do a follow-up investigation for me. Ooh, Ooh you got That's the a good one. That was, that was good. good one. The breathiness was there. All right, so <laughs> That's now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like I'm not a voice actor yet. <laughs> Give me a season. Hi um, guys, my name's Elijah Olin. Oh, my god. <laughs> oh god, we're doing it, Eli. Hi, I'm Eli. Uh, is this what we're doing now? Okay. Um, hi guys, it's Eli. Oh, uh, check really into my good. YouTube channel. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Uh. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, you are Eli. All right, all right. Now start with Talbot. Okay, I. So I just need to put my emotions into a file, and then eventually I will uh, be able to just focus on my work again. I'm skipping me. I am him. Oh, come on. Give us the frame of reference. (laughs) This is Dr. Charles Talbot, recording for Clear Minds. It is currently late. 8.55 p.m. Uh, As the previous Talbot mentioned, it is late, and that is completely (laughs) off the mark. It is 8.59 and 43 seconds. Pause. That's Talbot version one. You have to do Talbot when he is actually overwhelmed. Oh, you're right. Um, Okay, um... 
what do you mean? What do you mean this can't be explained? Everything has to be explained. So something can't be explained, that means it can't be real. And if it can't be real, then that means how can it be real if it can't be real at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm horrible with Talbot. Okay, um, let's see. Um, <clears throat> no, it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> you should have you just said no. No. <laughs> no. 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 The classic Talbot. Uh, no. no, if all you're saying is no, you got to put some intense smolder just, on it. Just, no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I could I could poke fun and be like that or that. Yeah. <laughs> that. All right. All right, he no. also loves his. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point. Okay. All right, now Donahue. I think we can move on. Oh, Donahue. No, 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 vaguely gay British. Yes, of course. This this is uh, definitely how Lucian Donahue always speaks, which is, of course, myself. Take it away, Lucian. <laughs> Thank you, Lucian. Um, I was thinking about ordering tacos. Would you perhaps want some, Lucian? Uh, I had tacos yesterday. Let's do something else. Maybe like, hmm, French cuisine. I'm feeling escargot. Honestly, this matter is just too much for us. <laughs> <laughs> what will we do here at the Council of Lucians? Fascinating. Are you oh my for God. yourself or not? <laughs> the Council of Lucians is amazing. <laughs> How are we going to get any work done if we can't order food? Honestly. <laughs> you can't be mad at us. <laughs> mad at you? I could never be mad with a face like that. Oh, well said, Lucian. I must say, we all do look incredibly dashing today. Oh, I'm, well, thank you, Lucian. Side so note, good. work on your penmanship. I'm so <laughs> looking in a mirror right now. Side note, work on your accent. Oh, oh. All right, next You're up. You're one to talk. <laughs> you, you say to the actual. I'm Lucian. the original Lucian. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> uh, next question. Your scripts and what makes it into the episode at times are very different. Why? I want to answer this. Okay, so <laughs> there's there's scripts. several there's several reasons for this. Reason one, I hate English. Um, no, so the thing is, is I love to break the rules. So I love fragmented sentences. And especially when it comes to dialogue, I love when uh, I can make a character not speak correctly. Because a lot of times people don't. So I really try to reflect that. Um, another thing is I want to also clarify that if you're reading the scripts, the correctness of grammar or fixing sentence structure was done. My wonderful editor over here went through all of the of the work to make sure that it was correct and accurate. No typos or no mistakes in grammar. I declined them. Not all of them, but yes, I'm broke my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, every word that Chris has said so far, I was just watching a little bit more of Dalton die. There, his eyes. <laughs> I'm going to reference it now, but there is a picture in our group Discord of the Wolverine meme when he's touching the picture inside the picture frame it just says my English degree <laughs> yeah yeah um it's honestly because like I I like to break the rules of English um whenever I feel it's necessary and so I do that all the time and much to um the the the, the yeah thank you that's the word I was looking for uh, of Dal uh, Dalton but at the same time it's what I like to do uh, just know that it was done correctly. I just decided to leave it incorrect. Um, barring maybe a few typos here and there that might have slipped past both of us, but that's so rare because well, we're both amazing. Well, there's also the matter that you've expressed yourself of over time, the voice actor will come to understand their character better than you do. Yes. So while you may write it one way, 
the actor may go, I think it sounds more like Donahue to phrase it like this. Yeah, that's actually another good question. There have been plenty of times where like I'll write the script a certain way, and then of course the voice actor would be like, what, the first one of the first inter, uh, interactions of this was actually with Lucian Donahue, who um, uh, in the original script it was when Eli was first there, and he was like, the child, me and the child, uh, me and the child can hang out. Dakota looked at me and goes like, Lucian doesn't hang out. <laughs> like I was like. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. You, you say what you think is right. Uh, I forgot what I actually said. I think it was just like, yes, I will keep the time. You, keep it's the something like, you can care. spend time with me. Yes. Because it, it first off, it was spend time, and then also it turned out with, instead of, oh, I'll hang out with the child, it was more of, hey, the we child can spend, can spend time with me. Yes. You know, like, that. I, that's the great part, is the child gets time with me. Yes, he learns yeah. from the best. Yeah, exactly. Season uh, two, incoming. <laughs> The next question is, do you do this full time? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I, honestly, I wish I could. Like, I, I really wish I could just write and voice act and sound engineer a lot. But this is um expensive, and uh, and, we got bills. and I got bills. So if you want me to do it full time, uh, there's a Patreon link uh, you could click on and help us out. Yep. Tell tell everyone you know and everyone you don't know uh, about it, and then tell them to. Uh, join the Patreon just, as well. Just slip the link on uh, from Spotify onto like just general like news feeds. Just slip it right there and just say nothing. Just print, as you do. print out the link and post it around town. <laughs> Find a local college, even if you don't belong to it. <laughs> just go there, post it on the link. Create a QR code of the link. Don't scan random QR codes. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Scatter flyers from an aeroplane. Okay. Uh... Do you have a personal method or ritual to get into character before recording? This is Lucian Donahue, recording for Clear Minds. This is Do oh. Dr. Charles Chabot, recording for Clear Minds. Hi there, I'm Elijah Olin. My friends call me Eli. <laughs> I wish, I, I wish, I, I don't want to steal uh, Mike's <laughs> method for H. Gray, because he'll probably say it in his yeah, episode. Yeah, But it's beautiful, I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but for me, um, I don't want to sound too full of myself, but not really. Mm -hmm. I just, I just kind of start. You just flip a switch <laughs> I just, and you're no. great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. I mean, I, I, for me, it's a trigger. Like after a while, like it took me a while to learn how to get into Talbot's vo uh, voice, but now it's more of like, as long as I started off by saying like, this is Dr. Charles Talbot, like then I'm in, like in his voice. And... Actually, it's kind of shifted because it used to be this is Lucian Donahue recording for Clear Minds, but now it's just become, oh, come now, Charles, let's go get some lunch or something. You're being too you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Usually every recording session starts with you insulting me. Yeah. Yeah, one of, it's also gone for me. It's just Inhale, like a... exhale. <laughs> or, oh, look, a door. A door, a door. Uh... How long does it take on average to make an episode? <laughs> um, However long it takes for the episode to come out. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so it depends. Writing, for me, a day, maybe two to write an episode. Um, maybe two if I'm, if I'm not feeling great. Um, I can write pretty fast. But getting everyone together, doing all the recordings, then doing the sound engineering, that in of itself can take anywhere between a week to two weeks because I also work full time. 
He's being modest. We can crack one of these bad boys out in like an afternoon. You're not supposed to let them know we have the entire series done. Yeah. <laughs> it's already backlogged, baby. It's all set in the queue. <laughs> he paid us up front years ago. <laughs> yeah, luckily, that was like, I think when uh, like gas cost a quarter. So like I made a killing. <laughs> For legal reasons. That was a joke. <laughs> um, this was all in jest. Uh, how big is the basement where you keep the voice actors? <laughs> About 20 feet by 50 feet. It's narrow, but long. Wow, that's... You know, you've feel, got, you've got a lot small. of experience with things like that, don't you? That's actually... Wow. Hmm. Speaking of, why haven't I gotten a bigger cage yet? <laughs> I have to earn it. Big cages are for closers. And I don't earn it. I don't close. Well, um, I like honestly. Hon- you you need you need a more significant character. Yeah, your your character <laughs> your character has such a small part oh! in this series. Oh, yeah. oh! How, how do you think I feel? I had to write um, pretty much half a mini series in order to get a desk. Yeah, and, and that's just shoehorned in the case. And it's not even like an adult desk; it's like one of those plastic ones. One of those like school desks we can like hardly fit into it now. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's one, one of the ones where the chairs are connected. No, to no, the I don't desk. even have a chair; just yeah. the desk. Just, just nobody asked why Peter has the biggest cage with a couch and entertainment center. Um, I can't even see the couch. It's so dark in there. You have a couch? How do you watch in the dark? How do, you don't watch anything then. What do you do? Wait, you said there was an entertainment center. Is there a TV? Oh, God, no. Oh, oh that makes sense. He has the center. He has the center <laughs> for the entertainment, but yeah. it's just uh, fair. He, he hasn't brought in enough revenue for a TV. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no. Honestly, honestly, the reason why my cage is so big and I have the entertainment center is because I am the most important person. Yeah. <sighs> Not the most important character, the most important person. That's yeah. not true. Uh, he has the key to the basement. Chris has a key to the basement. He's the most important. No, well, he doesn't. Lu- Lucian turned that to Ash. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, why you have a small cage. Oh, so <laughs> you were going to get out, but I, then you broke. <laughs> I almost got a bigger cage, but then I ruined the key. I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I have like. I was going to say, what is that? Just the... a quick trip to Walmart to make <laughs> keys or whatever? Oh God, could you copy key? Ooh, oh no that's a question should i say oh no or oh yes <laughs> fascinating okay um moving on what <laughs> uh what are you looking forward to the most in the future in regards to the patient files um this question has been redacted <laughs> <laughs> getting a character yeah cool. Cool. Uh, you waited patiently oh, we'll see. Uh, well, i've got one file I hope to God that one day Olin is going to be able to read a patient file. I really want to do something like that. Yeah, it's absolutely. Right absolutely. Um, no, I, I, um, to answer, I guess this is a thing too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have that happen. Yeah. Uh, so you can look forward to that. Yeah. What I look forward to, honestly, um, just starting the next season. And I think even then after that, it'll be starting the next season. I can tell you what I'm not looking forward to like the end i feel like the final season is going to be like hard to like yeah it's emotionally it's going to be hard Mm -hmm. because i'm already so attached to everyone uh, to to everyone's character and the story i can't i can't fathom the idea of eventually saying goodbye even though i know i have to you know Mm -hmm. but um that went darker than what the question asked for so my apologies (laughs) uh what are you looking forward to 
I'm just looking forward to get these legs stretched and out of the city, I tell you what. <laughs> you mean on the cage? No. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, no. Same no. difference to Lucian. Mind palace. <laughs> yeah. Mentally speaking. Um, you, you're excited to see what he gets up to? I'm excited to see what sort of antics Lucian Donahue was going to wreak on this yeah. big wide world. Uh, he gets a local job uh, at a As a cafe. barista. Yeah, as a barista and uh, <laughs> retires. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, the season just starts out with with Donahue singing uh, uh, "Don't Rain on My Parade." <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet again uh, by God. What's her name? Doris Day, I think. Maybe I don't know. Okay. What I'm most excited for, probably, probably, is when we first started this project. When you first started it, really, um, it was just really the two of us talking about it. But now we have a lot more people mm-hmm. to voice opinions. Us and, being me. Yes. Just <laughs> yeah, and me, me being Chris, by the way. Oh God, I even messed that up. <laughs> all right, all right, sorry. Chris likes to joke, and often it doesn't land. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, um, I leave the comedy writing to someone else. I mean, not me, clearly. Um, but I'm I'm very interested to see how everybody's opinions and characters grow with the coming seasons. That's what I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. Also, more from season two as well. I'm very excited. Um, for that, but I can't really say much more on that. No, not yet. Not yet. You'll hear more about it in season two. <laughs> it's coming. Um, who is your favorite character and favorite monster slash creature, and why? Uh, well, since we've already established that if you have powers, you are a creature, mine's a twofer. Uh, my favorite character is Talbot. Aww. How? And, and, why? Uh, and, why? <laughs> um... Just because he's like the primary primary frame of reference for uh, you, the listener's perspective, so it creates a lot of attachment with him, and also because Chris talk talks my ear ear off about the series all the time because we live together, so I know what's coming, <laughs> Peter. Um. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, um. I, I I love to cheat, so I'm going to give two answers. Um. One of my favorite uh, characters in a patient file uh, has to be Harper. Uh, I've I've gone on and on about Harper this entire time. Harper's so great. Uh, she's great, um, and uh, yeah, I, lo- I love her power. I love her mentality. I think she's just a really cool character to get into the head of. You know, establishing that anyone with a power qualifies as a creature kind of neutered this question. No, because, I think... Because we can cover both with one character. Yeah. Well, I, I, for me, I'm going to answer... I'm going to answer bad creature and good good creature for... Well, okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give two as well, like like you did. Oh, wait. You had, you had wise. Yeah, sorry. yeah. I wasn't finished. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How no, dare not... you interrupt me? No, I'm the one that cut him off. I'm sorry, Peter. <laughs> I... I will forgive you all this time. Yes, this time. <laughs> um, no, but uh, honestly, my favorite character is also Charles Talbot. Wow. Um, uh, Charles is such a fascinating character. Just someone... Fascinating. Precisely. <laughs> um, just someone who is in such denial throughout the first half of the... Uh, uh, the half of the story and when his entire world comes crashing down you see the strength that Talbot has in going forth with it but you also see the layers of, the, of denial that he keeps coming with him because he constantly puts his emotions into a folder he's 
still constantly in a state of denial. He's denying his own emotions. Uh, meanwhile, uh, outwardly, he constantly is like every time something he can't believe is happening, a, a cop pulling a gun on him, uh, Lucian saying he, do, uh, he doesn't matter, all, all this stuff. He's constantly in denial. And I think the denial being an overall theme of Talbot is such a fascinating way that you've written him. And uh, I, I think just thematically, Charles is the most interesting. Wow. I did not expect that. I consider Charles to be boring. Um, <laughs> no, but thank you. Thank you, actually. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that caught. My intention with Charles Talbot was to make him not... Uh, for him to be a character that grows on you as the series progresses, uh, but not be favorite in the, in the beginning. So I'm not only surprised, but incredibly honored that you guys like him so much. Um, my favorite character... Because um, it's character, monster, and why, right? Okay. Yeah. So my favorite character is currently... Lucian Donahue, because of just his betrayal at you. the end. Oh, yes, no, <laughs> no, but because his betrayal at the end, um, and like the way that he jokes, um, but like he's a lion that doesn't need to tell you he's a lion. Like he's super dangerous, but he never feels the need to point. Like he'll point out everything else. He'll be like, "I'm beautiful. My fashion is amazing. Look at my big house. Oh, it's so tiny." Like he'll he'll like point out all these things, but when it comes to his danger level, he's just like. Oh, I'm just, you know, a cute little kitten. I got some claws, but, you know, whatever. But it turns out, like, no, he's not someone to mess with. But I also find him incredibly complicated. So he's not just a, I'm a bad guy for being a bad guy. He's, he believes what he's doing is justified for whatever reason. And, like, that to me is fascinating. That's how you know you've got a well-written written villain is when they're yeah. not evil for the sake of evil. Yeah. Because they think this is right. Yeah. Um, uh, and in terms of favorite monster, pawn shop owners, I think their I think their concept is pretty cool. I think the whole memory swapping is pretty awesome. But hands down, <clears throat> right? I think um, well, gonna be basic and kind of just like uh, take a page out of my own book. I I like Lucian as a character as well, just because as I've, I mentioned before, and I'll say it again. Every good piece of media needs a cunty little guy, and he is by far the, the my favorite cunty little guy on the show. <laughs> and uh, looking at you, Asterian, as well. Um, <laughs> Freaking, yeah, no, he's just fun. He's complex. He seems like not the most relatable, obvious for obvious reasons, but like what he takes the most like human reactions to most of the situations faced, like. Th- in order to keep a level head, you just kind of kind of rely on your own skills and, uh, like, just look at it through the lens that you're given. Right, often um, deflecting with humor. Yeah. yeah. And also, when he's thrown with a situation that he has no idea, he adapts really quickly. Episode mm-hmm. 15, his memory kept getting, kept getting wiped. And he's like, okay, well, what are we doing? What's the plan here? Yep. And he totally is on board with, like, all right, we're fighting the cops. Let's fight the cops. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, as for Monster, I think... Probably the briefcase. The briefcase is my favorite monster. That's a good monster. It's, yeah. it's such a good it's metaphor so for hoarding wealth <laughs> and the unethical uh, means by which you obtain people, it. You obtain yeah. it. Yep. All right, my favorite character, uh, Gray. Oh yeah, is a really good character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so much to work with with H. Gray, and not only as a writer and or just in that way but H. Gray has a lot of mystery to himself 
that he doesn't want to show yet or even talk about, but you can clearly see it from the voice actor's delivery as well as what the character has experienced. He's our little bag of trauma. <laughs> little bit. Mm-hmm. Little bit. And he's also like the oldest in the group and seen the most yeah so sometimes he can come off like super protective or paranoid or whatever but like he has reason to be don't 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 make h gray feel like the dad friend oh he's no 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 (laughs) i don't think he feels like the dad friend but i mean maybe to eli (laughs) oh yeah to eli but But h gray doesn't feel like the dad friend he just is the dad friend dads (laughs) love when your friends just have random whiskey on you (laughs) true uh, but also out of the ca- in the case of all the characters i think he's the most real as well mm-hmm. like more the most experienced in the way in, in the place where the city is the city you have this guy who's experienced most of everything and still comes out himself in a way yeah the, the guy the guy who's a parody of a genre is the most real character <laughs> wow okay what does it say about my writing I'm not <laughs> hey he chose his voice right <laughs> that's true uh, he chose uh, that okay he chose that uh, my favorite monster actually i love the the boat the boat yeah. itself because not only just the boat but the crew were... i consider them the same entity yeah they're right the same entity because it, it's something that doesn't really exist exists but at the same time it traps people for years mm-hmm. upon years to the point where you lose your life in a dreamlike state. Yeah. It, it takes you and you have no course of action against it. It's kind of like a microchasm of uh, the city in a sense. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Okay. So, I like that. that. Good answer. Okay. Next up, what is the difference, uh, biggest difference between your character and you? Uh, well... <laughs> My character not being introduced yet, you wouldn't have a frame of reference to base this on, but I'm not even half the bitch that they are. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't written them yet. Maybe I'll just match them to your level of bitchiness. Peter? Um, uh, alright, well, for Olin, Olin is just... <laughs> He's way more put together than I am. <laughs> uh, he's he's a Wait, man. Hold on, he's more put together. We have talked. They have talked at length about his his office being messy. <laughs> yeah, he's more put together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah listen, um, being put together is not the same as being, being organized, being messy and organized. Yeah. <laughs> Talbot disagrees, but Me- go on. <laughs> Talbot is not very well put together. <laughs> Met messy room, tidy mind. <laughs> um, um, no, but he he is someone who clearly has goals, plans, passions, um, and pursues them with abandon. And, ha- uh, and has the power to yeah, achieve them. Yeah, yeah. He, he, is, he is someone to not trifle with. And I am none of those things. Uh, pers- particularly pursuing with abandon. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I pursue passions. I'm doing this, but I, I, I could trifle with Peter right now. He won't do anything about it. Correct, correct. <laughs> That's. I mean, you guys have been doing that pretty much the entire time. They've constantly been kicking me in the shins yeah. this entire recording. It's and the the face he makes, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Um, I'm on the opposite side. I can't. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and as for as for. Uh, Caliban, well, you know, I feel like Caliban is very self-explanatory. Though, I find it more interesting to talk about similarities between me and Caliban. Oh. 
particularly similarities between how you view women. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Similarities between between uh, how Caliban is and how I was in like my like eighteen and nineteen uh, age oh, range. Yeah, because I was. Definitely, 100%. And I'm not even bothered admitting this just because it's like such a such a different person from who I am now. But I was definitely a lot more incel-y uh, mm-hmm. way back then. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, good on you for admitting that. And also, yeah. I couldn't imagine that from you. Yeah, I could not imagine you that way because you are so like, yeah, you're so chill and understanding. And Guys, thoughtful. I used to own a fedora. Oh, oh. Well, we um, have a job opening here at uh, Dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see myself out. Um, I drove. Where are you going? <laughs> I don't care. No. Um, okay, so for me, differences between tablet quite a bit. Um, like, I have my like anal retentive qualities, and I like certain types of organization. There are things that I drew on from myself to write tablet, of course, but uh, he is way too uptight for me. He doesn't, uh, like, differences-wise... He doesn't know how to have fun or let go, whereas I'm a exist in chaos kind of uh, person. What do you mean? Writing an itiner- itinerary is the most fun he's ever had. Yeah, um, <laughs> sure. Um, and he messed with the margins. <laughs> uh, so, it's a joke gift. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, but... Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest difference. Uh, like, obviously, powers and stuff aside or whatever, I'm assuming it doesn't need to be mentioned. But um, other than that, from a personality perspective, I think another big difference between me and Talbot is that I accept things that I don't understand. You know, if I'm like, oh, I don't get it, but that's fine. I don't have to. You know, uh, whereas Talbot has difficulty with that. Instead, he was like, if he's given the choice, he'll just go into denial. You know, and he's just like, oh, if I can't understand it, I'm just going to go into denial until I can. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, yes, Dakota Hamlin, voice of Lucian Alfonso Donahue. Alfonso! Um, <laughs> it's canon now. Oh, God. I'm poor. <laughs> I am very poor. Uh, I do deflect things with humor for talking similarities, and I do have a quiet silver tongue, but no, I am very poor and very unskilled in most things, actually. But you are incredibly sassy and feminine. Exactly. That's where we do share and are akin to one another. But, um, yeah, no, it really comes down to the tax brackets that we're in. That's the biggest difference. And you, listener, can... Change that. <laughs> for Jesus Amir. Christ. <laughs> I think that's like six times we pitched the page for a mere $10,000 a month. I would um, also like to, uh, as another here. difference, I would like to emphatically uh, describe the lack of homicidal tendencies from one Dakota Williams. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, wait, we're just talking about differences, not similarities, right? Uh, yeah. He's very murderous. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I, I, sorry. I, I, I get real bloodthirsty. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding, but no, that's that's that's, that's a good point to bring up. Um, Dakota uh, hasn't killed anyone. I haven't killed anyone yet. Um, almost one time, but that was an accident. Um, and for legal reasons, we're going to cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might have. There's this one time I saw anyway. <laughs> um, cut you off, we mean we're going to take on, away your uh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly think that Eli's too chaotic for me. Um, I think that's our major difference, is that Eli and I... One Eli will be like, yeah, an idea, and run with it. And I'll be like, I need to figure out if this idea works first. Hold on. 
<laughs> Let me pull up a spreadsheet. I gotta get a map done. I like to plan things out. I don't think Eli does. I think he just expects to wing things a lot more than than not, and that's not how I go about things. I like to see it um, a really nice opinion on it first. Um, similarity wise, though, I think the energy to meet tasks, though, I yeah, think that's fine. I think energy to meet tasks, yeah, fulfilling them is where we differ. <laughs> Okay, uh, next up. Uh, what can we expect from you in Season 2? Uh, me. Yeah, it's been a confirmed Celine will be in Season 2. Mm-hmm. Well, I can probably say with certainty that you can expect to not have key. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we already established you can rule no one out from returning. You can uh, copy yeah, a key. But, but I'm but... fairly certain... That Key is not a season two uh, character, but I could be wrong because I don't actually. It could know. be season three. Could be season three. But this question is about season two, so let's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the patient file, season uh, three, return of the key. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but also, I think I can probably safely, back. safely say that uh, we're going to be hearing a bit more Olin lines. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. sure. We got a lot of big changes coming to season two. So, um, for me, um, I don't know. Will Talbot even be in season two? I mean, last we saw him, he was kind of kind of hurt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he said that H. Gray could find him, but um, Lucian's gonna be cooler. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. He's unshackled now. He's unhinged. He's free. Okay, he's was, always been already. on him. He's free from the constraints of the city. He's a new boy now. Um, yeah. I don't know what we're going to see from Lucian, but boy howdy, we're all going to strap in and get ready for the ride. I'm, I'm in the same boat with Eli, hanging out with Lucian more, I guess. Like, uh, the Correction, being kidnapped. Sorry, spending time. He doesn't hang out. You're right. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Eli being kidnapped in a way there. Um, yeah, we're, I hope to see a little bit more. Uh... I'm, I'm sure people are going to be curious about how Eli's health is going to fare For beyond sure. the city, considering how bad he got just approaching the edge. That's true. What we don't know what will happen to Eli. So you're, that's you're just going to have to wait for season two to find out. Dragon right. corpse. There's <laughs> <laughs> so dragons. Man. <laughs> um. Next up, what advice would you give your characters if you met them? Absolutely nothing. My character is so much more than I could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 there is nothing of value that I could provide them. Oh, you could teach them how to game. They don't strike me as a gamer. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nothing of value. <laughs> oh, Gamers have value. Um, well, for, uh, for, Key, the advice I would give Key is... is <laughs> Don't die, bro. <laughs> is, Stop talking. Keep your... Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like perhaps, perhaps learn some restraint. Uh, and that can get you very far, just a little bit of restraint. Mm-hmm. Um, for Caliban, I would recommend Caliban probably get out more. Um and not in the stalkery kind of way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I said he gets out a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, he he gets out, but like, like just just meet up with people that you don't intend to uh murder. 
We need uh, a nice shadow monster girl. Yeah, yeah. Look, so you you would tell Caliban to touch grass. <laughs> pretty pretty much. I mean, honestly, from last we heard with Caliban, that's what Caliban was attempting to do with Owen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with, with the threat of death, of course. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But he's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what advice would I give Olin? Um, Be faster and getting the milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Stay all like, just cho- choose a brand of cigarettes, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, they finally find Olin, who's just at a gas station. I don't know, but the Marlboros do have uh, a oh, go with the I've always been a Silver Stark. <laughs> yeah, a group, a group of baboons is a congress, and a, group, a pack of camels is the reason my dad left. But seriously, um, I would say that uh, my advice to Olin would be to uh, get out of work mode every now and then. Mm-hmm. Don't always be in work mode. That would actually be the same advice I give to Talbot. Because Talbot is always such in work mode that he often will overlook obvious things. Like there are plenty of times. Talbot has information that ha- has come across information like with Lucian specifically. Lucian in the police station was like, what would Olin do? And Talbot's like, why would you mention Olin? But then he immediately, when he got back to the office, got so much more into work. And he granted it a lot on his plate. But if he were to step up a couple of steps back, he would be able to see things more clearly. But he's so laser focused on his job. Talbot forgot he had key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's cool. Yep. Well, hold on. You said you would tell Key to like, stop talking so much. He spent like half the season not talking. <laughs> I didn't say for Key to stop talking. I said to learn restraint. Yeah. I yeah. said to stop talking to Joe. Oh, Dalton said it. Okay. Um, I would advise Lucian to um, <laughs> Chill like, the fuck un- out. <laughs> unburden yourself with the responsibility and the immense weight of all that wealth and just give it to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, I can't really... Uh, t- me as Dakota can't really give Lucian any uh, advice considering he got everything that he wanted. Um, I mean, Lucian does know how to get shit done. Yeah, like, yeah. he's, again, me, me public maybe school. Not, maybe not treat your friends like disposable tools. What friends? friends? Fair, never mind. Moving on. Uh, Make some friends. The advice I probably give Eli, um, the advice I give Eli is probably... Yeah, honestly, chill. <laughs> just, uh, just, just take the Adderall. Take it's a, fine. Take a dang second. <laughs> Think it through. Yeah, he jumps always head first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just take a second. Think, think, think things through a little bit more, buddy. <laughs> you got this. Get some it's ADHD not, meds. It's not, it's, it's not a race, Eli. <laughs> I call it spark mode. Wait, ADHD? I think, um, I think the most... ADHD thing that you ever wrote for Eli was when he was just really trying hard to think about the best way to disguise his doctors to get to the orientation. Yes, <laughs> yep. I'm trying to find his white lab coats. Wait, what? <laughs> Why? Okay. So we look like doctors for orientation. I just like the ad lib of, sorry, Mr. Talbot, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, just made it in there. All right. Um, aside from the patient files, what do you do in your free time? Uh, gaming. Free, and more gaming. Free time. <laughs> free time. Um, I need 
more con- what is free I, yeah it's time you don't pay for ah um hmm, uh-huh. hmm. yeah um no I mean I pretty much do this I work uh, go to school and I do a little bit of artwork uh, here and there and um, yeah that's that's my life um, so sleep sometimes if I'm lucky yeah, uh, I've had, uh, like, within the last couple of months, much less free time than I am used to, uh, which is has just been great. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, for that time, I like to... I occasionally play video games. I, uh, I, I sort of uh, play a little bit less and a little bit more every now and then. I think I'm starting to get a bit more into uh, gaming again. But uh, oftentimes I can just be so tired that I'll just, it's kind of depressing, but I'll just like watch some videos on my phone and then fall asleep. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're all like 30 plus. Free time is a precious, precious commodity. Yeah. Um, usually my free time goes to um, studying some sort of new indie tabletop RPG because that's where my nerdities lie. Yeah. Um, other than that, <laughs> playing board games with friends, playing other tabletop RPGs, more widely known ones, um, cleaning my apartment, hanging with my cat. <laughs> look at look at you having a life. <laughs> cleaning your apartment and What's hanging with like? my cat. Wow. Well, I have no idea what that's. What is like. that like, Peter? So, all right. Uh, that and that was the last question on Mondays. <laughs> My Mondays are to my apartment. Oh, oh, we're we're going have, over to Dakota's schedule. You have a schedule. schedule. Holy a sc- shit. <laughs> Talbot loves you right now. Yeah. It's okay. My free time right. doesn't matter. All so right. what is Dalton's free time? Oh, that's know. right. I'm sorry. I skipped Dalton. It's okay. No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, my free time, honestly, I lack much of it as well. Uh, between tabletop gaming, I game mainly on computer as well. I teach. I have two other jobs. So between three jobs and that, and this, like my free time goes right out the window. I consider this like my free time because I actually have so much fun with it. Yes, yeah, I did said aside from patient. Oh, that's right, they did say aside. aside from but they did say that. Oh Damn. no! Hmm. <laughs> Quickly end it. End it. <laughs> he sleeps every now and then. Yeah, I don't like it. I hate sleep. Honestly, if you if I sleep could, I would get wonderful. rid of sleep. If I could just stop time. Sleep during that stop time and restart right back up. I'd be fine. Episode. No. <laughs> I'd get rid of pooping. I love pooping. No. See, I like my I like my naps way more than I like pooping. Aren't you glad you joined this Q and A? Okay. And that was the last question, so we're gonna end what it off there. What a dignified last question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As it, as as this show started. It ends with shit. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone, so much for joining Q&A Part 1. Stay tuned for Q&A Part 2. This was with Peter, Chris, Dakota, Dalton, and Celine. And we're going to get the rest of the cast in Part 2. So if you had questions for uh, the rest of us, you're going to have to stick around. Wait till then. Uh, Otherwise, if anyone has some social medias they'd like to share, and... uh, connect the fans to some of your own personal content uh yeah please follow at patient files pod uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we uh we do uh, a lot of uh 
we don't do a lot of fun stuff but uh we uh me and celine uh like to uh tweet things every now and then so uh go and check us out <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, if you'd like to try to find my YouTube channel, I'm not going to tell you what it's called. You just have to find it. Um. Okay. Um. So you can find me nowhere. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I don't really have socials. The only social I would consider is the Patient Files Pod. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, like I don't really have and anything. The Discord. Oh, and the Discord. Yes, join yes, our Discord. Discord. Absolutely. Yeah, Come can. talk yeah. to us. You can find us on Discord. Uh, the links that we post on the Twitter do include a link to the Discord. Yep. And this, that's where we got most of our Q&A questions from. Yep. So if you want to find an avenue to fit yourself into part two, that's where you go. Uh, yeah, aside from the, the Patient Files Discord, the only social media I regularly use is actually Tumblr. Um, yeah, so find me at... That tracks. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, jump into Hoosafats, that's J-U-M-P-I-N hyphen J-A-H-O-O-S-A-P-H-A-T-S. And likewise, I'm nowhere as well. Uh, Patient I'm... Files is our only social media presence. No! <laughs> well, that could change, you know. We do need some uh, some of that. Uh, do we pl- we've we've plugged the Patreon enough. I wasn't going to do that. I was going to say I need some some free time, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not well, at all. Back to the basement we go. Yeah, you you used up all, all of your uh, out of the basement time. The, the clean air was nice, at least. <laughs> Oh, you think this is clean? <laughs> Relatively speaking, it is clean. It is cleaner. Yeah, it's cleaner than the basement. Um, but thank you. Yeah, th- uh, thanks for joining us. So, thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Lovely talking. All right, get back to the basement.